Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And if you're listening to this on November 3rd, which is the day this comes out, I hope you voted. I hope you did as well, which reminds yeah. me. Um, my ballot actually is right here and I need to... some. Oh, here it is. Found it. Get, get it to a Dropbox. Uh, yeah, so I need to fill that out. That's on my list to do literally as soon as this is over. Yeah. Um, is to fill yeah. that out. I know I'm voting federally. Uh, I mostly know how I'm voting locally, although there's a few things that I'm going to take the time to sit down and actually like look up and do a little bit of research on. So you need to research those school board people. I don't know if they're the same on where you are, but, um, I think we're technically in different districts, but yeah. Well, there was someone who was saying some banana stuff. Uh, who- oh, I believe it. Yeah, no. So uh, we won't get into that because local politics is probably local- only interesting to like five of our other listeners. I don't know. Right. Like the, like the three that live in the, the King County area. Yeah. Um, no, but voting is a civic duty. And I, uh, uh, <laughs> Rick and I, um, and our neighbor, we're going to be socially distancing, splitting some Prosecco. I guess we're, we'll all just be drinking Prosecco. Well, I don't know. I feel I feel things, and um, I'm probably going to have to talk to some food about it. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do my best not to stress eat in advance. Um, trying being the key word there. Remember uh, 2016, the uh, drink of choice was horchata spiked with fireball. That was my day after. That was the... Wednesday um, after Election Tuesday, and it was just what was open was the 24-hour taco shop, Santana's, out in Azusa, California. So we got that, brought it back to the apartment, and um, ironically, we're quite liberal with our application of Fireball to that horchata. I'm sure that didn't taste bad. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah, no, it's, it's dangerously good. Um, also fireball and rum chata together is like some sort of like weird white Russian adjacent sort of thing works really <laughs> well. Just, just those two over ice one to one ratio. Nice. Yeah. I'm just, uh, drinking my coffee, my French press that Rick made this morning out of my old blood noise endeavors mug. I'm drinking, um, drip coffee. Out of a uh, big boy, cal- big bear, not big boy, big bear, big California. My big boy cup. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this is a uh, big bear, California. Uh, Melissa and I got this on our first anniversary. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, no. Um, we'll talk about we'll talk about other less um dire and important elections and voting later. <laughs> Yes. But really, if you're out there uh, and you're listening or you're watching, vote. It's important. It's your civic duty. Sometimes it feels like it doesn't matter, but I don't think you get to complain about politicians unless you vote. That's really how I feel about it. Yeah, I totally feel that. Also, something that's important to note is uh, 
by the time this is released, if you are listening to this, it's too late. What's Anyways, too late? Just wanted to this comes re- out on Tuesday. It, I know. It's too late. You mean if they're I'm listening just, to I'm it like rein- after? I'm just generically reinforcing the sense of existential dread that I have, so that way I know that I'm not the only one feeling it. It's rude, I know, but... Dude, like... Also very self My Zoloft is, like, really working overtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. So, anyways... um, I stress ran a 5K yesterday. Did I mention that already? No, you didn't, and I applaud you. I'm supposed to be getting a uh, conversion thing for my uh, bicycle that I haven't touched in a year and a half. <laughs> uh, so I can... Like an put- electric conversion? Uh, no, I think it's like a hydraulic setup. I I don't know. I honestly don't know how I basically I'm going to, it's going to bump the back wheel a couple inches off the ground and add some resistance so I can sit on the bike probably right here, honestly. Oh, 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 I understand. Like, um, a trainer and a bike, a bike trainer. Okay. Yeah. I have one of those. Um, is so is yours yours you said yours isn't magnetic or something? I don't remember what I, I had, but it was very loud. Is what I remember. Like I couldn't do it in like cause I got it because I wanted to like ride a bike and watch TV, and then I couldn't yep. hear the television, so I didn't really use it very much. Yeah, I'm a uh, my buddy's lending it to me uh, out of the graciousness of his heart, and I. Very much appreciate it, but I have no idea how it works. I, I don't even know what model number. He's like, I got one of these laying around. Why don't I just ship it to you? you they mostly work the bit. same. They mostly work the same. But, so, um, um, yeah. No, yeah. I, TV or if I'm just, if I know I've got a three hour meeting that I've got to be in for work that I'm not really participating in, I'm just listening to put on my headphones and just sit there and not anything crazy, just slowly mm. burn calories. Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to get um get everything worked out to get a standing a sit stand desk. So I think that that'll help me just because just the nature of my work has changed a little bit. It's it's like a little bit more said because when you're like when I was doing just like a lot of strategy, you're kind of going back and forth between like filming demos during the day and stuff. I would you know get up, move around, set stuff up, tear stuff down, kind of stand up and think and stuff. Why? I'll I'll send you the photo later to explain. Okay. Um but uh now I'm just like I'm doing a lot more writing during the day, so I'm just like sitting down like on my keyboard. I can't really stretching my legs as I can, but I would like a standing desk. I think it would help me a lot. I Maybe I'll been... get a little bike thing for it. Get a little peddler. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been back in the office um three out of five days a week. And it sounds like that's going to be a new trend. Um, and that my, my work specifically in the office is involving a lot of walking around the facility. So getting that's my good. steps in, uh, mm-hmm. trying to force myself to take the stairs to get up to the top floor rather than the elevator. Yeah, that that'll pay off and you'll, you'll feel better. That's my guess. Uh, not in the but- moment. But yeah. the oh, nice no, thing no, is no. I can say, oh, like, Andrew, are you all right? You're pretty out of breath. Like, it's it's the mask. It really. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I actually, um, 
The reason I signed up for a 5K is because I um, joined this running club called uh, Keep the Beat 5K. Uh, the guy who runs Riot Act PR um, started it, Nathaniel Walker. I think that's his name. And, um, yeah, they're doing their first 5K on December 5th. So I'm like, well, it's been a couple weeks since I ran. So, like, let me just see if I can do a 5K, like, really keep it slow. And it took me 38 minutes, but I did do the 5K. <laughs> that's, like, that's like adding 10 minutes to my, my previous fastest time. But also I was trying to take it easy, and it was on a treadmill. So when I do the actual run, I'll have to do it out, out outside. So. I'll probably, Rick and I'll probably wake up early, go to Green Lake and get that run in. <clears throat> sure, sure. Outside. So uh, what's new with you? Um, I played a gig. Uh, it was a live stream gig with a Sunday Crush. We went People up to play Ever- gigs all the time. Come on. Oh, that's not true. Not in this. I'm kidding. Not in this age. No, that's uh that's uh, just my jealousy speaking. Uh, that no, is. Yeah. It was a so, Halloween so, right. for us. So yeah. um, we were all dressed up. Uh, we had a kind of a circus theme. I was the ringmaster. Jenna was a clown. Isaac was a jester. Dan was a strong man. And then we had Adrian on sax and she was like an aerial performer. It's cool. But um, like when I'm almost. Like plane or. No, like those aerial, aerial. circus. Ooh. Like a real carny okay. kind of thing. Like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was cool and fun, and I thought that we we did a really good job. The sound, you know, I thought it was a little bit quiet, but it was kind of cool when um, afterwards the the sound guy he was like, "Oh, I loved what you were doing with the Enzo." I'm like, "Oh, thanks so much." I'm like, "I was trying." I'm like, "You know, I have a gear channel." Nice. I was like, "No, I follow you." I'm like, "What? <laughs> oh, cool." <laughs> I'm glad it was nice. <laughs> That's pretty special. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty exciting. But um, Jenna, it was congratulations. Her first Genuinely, that sounds like a really sound. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I just want to shout out one new piece of gear I have really quickly, and then we'll get into your new, All what's right. new, because you had a birthday. But I have the new, and I'm holding I up did. the camera, the new Delayed Foster Wallace by Bookworm Ooh. FX. It's my favorite delay. It has this infinite holds feature, simple um, controls, time, feedback, and mix. And then it has this toggle, and he in it, it controls the, the time via this little light sensor, and um, mm. he he moved the light since it used to be right there, but now it's right in the middle of the eyeball. It's so cool. Yep, fancy. Yes. But I have the serial number going on. Serial number two. So big thanks to uh, Brian from Bookworm Effects. I usually buy all of his things, but he sent me this to to demo and do a little bit of promo for him. Um, we have an idea that's going to be funny, and I don't want to talk about it too much. But uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, God, I love this puddle. That's some uh, Illuminati action going on there. Yeah. Well, I loaned Jenna and Isaac from the band my uh, original DFW, so I'm just going to let them keep it because I have have the new one. (sighs) Yeah. So uh, what's new with you? I know that we both have new microphones, but yours is exciting. Yes. Uh, For the first time – I'm making a permanent microphone change for my podcasting setup here. And what you see here underneath the, the beautiful, um, <laughs> sticker clad, um, newscaster, whatever. I don't even know what to call this. Like a microphone label, something like that. Uh, and yeah, the pop I don't know filter. If they serve any 
purpose. But. They, no, there's absolutely no purpose other than you know, like, <laughs> guys, look at me. It's like where it's like where news stations put their logo, so you can right, yeah. Uh, so that's me trying to be fancy. Uh, the and then underneath this fancy pop filter is an SM57. I have not owned one previously. I've obviously used them a ton. I just never had a chance to have one in my personal mic locker. Um, so family member was kind enough to gift that to me for Christmas, and I'm pretty excited. Christmas? My birthday. My goodness. <laughs> Man, it's like Halloween. That. We get one day on past Halloween. For- it's yeah. like, all right, it's Christmas. Woo! I was really like, you've been holding on to that for like 11 months. Right. <laughs> you could have been using that this whole time. Um, Those dynamic no. mics, dude. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about this one. Um, and my poor family had to sit down and have me, I was trying to explain to them like, no, no, like really, this is, they're like, it's a microphone. I'm like, no, this is, this is a microphone. <laughs> Let me tell you. So they were kind enough to put up with my, uh, explanation of what it is and what makes it special and what it's been used on. And yeah. I mean, so, they're workhorses for sure. Um, my new microphone is a, it's a conden- condenser mic. It's the blue spark SL blackout edition. It's not visible on the screen, but um, yeah. So I got we both that have new microphones. I, yeah. Oh, let's back up a second. Um, Before I, I'll, I'll come back to birthday in a sec. Okay. Remember last week when I was like, um, I was talking about how Melissa's like, hey, you know, we've got doorstops, right? Like I bought doorstops last week. Yeah. You should just use those. And I'm like, oh, oh and you cool. actually ordered some? Is that right? Well, they were already in the cart when we were talking, and I'm a doofus. I don't know why. And I forgot to remove them from the cart, and I still, yeah. haven't, <laughs> I still haven't returned them. Nice. I need to, need to put in for that return with my luck i'm gonna say hey amazon um i don't need these anymore do you want them back and they're like we'll just refund you keep it it's on us uh Uh, you know they didn't they didn't do that they don't do that as much anymore because when i was supposed to get a dual monitor stand they sent me a hepa filter (laughs) instead and they were like you need to send back this like 15 dollar filter and i'm like i'm not going to do that make sure to cough on it first no, I like the thing was, I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to go out of my way for a mistake that y'all made. Like, that's not, that's not how this works. If and it was a mom they were shop, like, I'd feel very different about that, but oh, they're not I'm like, I'm, because the thing was, it was like, I have time today because the big thing was I don't have a printer. So I didn't want to go out of my way to print a return label. Like I would have had to have printed something anyway. Like even if I dropped it at an Amazon locker it would have required me to print something. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not yep. doing that. Not worth it. Nope. Like you want to send me a printer? Did he like, did he print, <laughs> you know, that might've been cheaper for him. Maybe. Um, Should have just like, Printed a picture of Bezos' face, put stapled it to the front of the, <laughs> and lit it up. <laughs> yeah, um, and then yeah, and then there was, that was a weird that was a weird ordeal. So that was a, a a pain in the butt. And but I don't really buy much off of Amazon anymore. I'm really trying to cut. I back can't imagine it. they're going to feel as strongly about a fifteen hundred dollar HEPA filter as they will. Um, fifteen, fifteen, right? one five. If it was a fifteen hundred dollar thing, I would have been selling it. 
One five, Third. Andrew. A one five dollar HEPA filter. Fifteen. Fifteen dollar. Oh, I think they fifteen. No, fifteen dollar. You know, I, I suppose that makes a lot more sense in retrospect. Um, who's does Amazon sell fifteen hundred dollar HEPA filters? Probably. It's possible. I don't know. I know I was talking to um, the facilities guy at work and uh, about the uh, the need to change the HEPA filter system with COVID and everything, and talking about pricing on that. And so maybe I'm just thinking um, in like industrial, like building size. HEPA filters. I don't know. Anyways, Probably. moving on. <laughs> so I have a wonderful family member that has been um, accidentally inducted into uh, some form of mafia cult. I received – all right. So the microphone came from one family member. This came from a, another, a different family member. This is a – uh, Boss FV30H volume pedal. Are you going to try to figure out how to put a topper on that? I am. I'm gonna, The plan is to do a four-piece topper, so one, two, three, four for each of the layers. That sounds really uh, cool. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Time stamp it. You know what? I'm Part of me is like... 1711. Time stamp it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, part of me is like, if you want a bleep version of this podcast, listen to the podcast. I did not feel like bleeping it out. <laughs> um. Anyways, so funny note on this is uh, Melissa was looking at the box. I, I like I put the box out by the front door because I've got um, a box of boxes in the garage that I store all of my boxes in. So in the waiting process for me to actually just open the garage and go out there, um, the uh, it had fallen off. The box fell over on the ground. I think cats knocked it over. And she's like, Andrew, why does the box say ho? And I'm looking at him like, no, it says FV30H. And she's like, look at it upside down. And the 30H upside down. Let's see if it'll show for you. Ah, that is ho. It definitely ho. says hey. ho, 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 ho. Um, okay. So that came from another family member. And then these two bad boys came from a different family member. Oh, so much orange, so much mini. I know. So we nice. got the the Korg Pitch Black uh, limited edition in orange, and I also got the control knob from Electro Harmonics, which I'm delighted to find out does not require a nine volt. We a discussed nine volt, this. Nine volts only for the LEDs. So. We discussed this. I know. <laughs> I, I don't forgot. know why I remember that so vividly, but I remember discussing it. You know, I don't entirely remember that, but I believe you. Anyway, so family members, all duped. They've all been hoaxed. It's uh, it's it's a it's a rash. Um, they all ordered from Sweetwater. None of them buy instruments for any other reasons, and all of them have received a catalog. All of them have received follow up emails. All of them have been assigned a different sales engineer who has called them on their phones to say, to "Hi, sure my name is Jacob from Sweetwater." So I'm like unwrapping presents like, so Andrew, we've got something to ask you about. Um, they should have been using our reverb affiliate link, link in the oh. link in the video description and show notes. You we know, get 1% I have, cash back on your purchases. It doesn't cost you anything extra. I have no excuse for that because I'm the one that gave them the links on a birthday list like a month ago. Oh, 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 oh. and. 
Andrew, no, we could have used that 25 cents. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, Abu. So oh, I'm like the worst. Happening. No, you're fine. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So that's uh, a couple of things that I got for my birthday. I'm pretty, uh, pretty stinking excited about it. And, uh, I think all my family members are, have had to call back Sweetwater at some point to say, no, no, this is a gift to leave me alone. Please. No, no, stop calling. They won't stop calling. They won't they stop calling. Man, those, those, those physical catalogs, like I used to love getting like the musician's friend catalog as a kid, but as an adult, I'm like, this is aggressively wasteful. It is. Like, that's like that, and that's expensive marketing too. Yeah. 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 So anywho, um, that's, uh, that's about all I've got for what's new. Uh, and I'm going to step out ever so briefly if you want to run through the sponsors. Oh. But I'll be right back, I swear. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super quick. Speedy quick. Cool. This week's episode of the Get Offset podcast is sponsored by DistroKid, who I'm sure will be excited that this sponsorship slot will not contain any weird, inappropriate comments or jokes that typically occur when Andrew is a part of it. Um, DistroKid lets you upload um, pretty much unlimited music for uh, online distribution. So that's iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Napster, Amazon, if you feel so compelled. Um, and it has lots of really cool, exciting bonus features, many of which are free, most of which are free, honestly, uh, including a mem- meme, <laughs> a meme video generator. <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, why am I doing this? A meme video generator to get all your baby Yoda needs. Andrew is messaging me. Why? Okay. Is it because I'm blurry, Andrew? Okay. Well, good thing this video file is saved locally. Distracting. Um, I'm going to do a speed test. <laughs> but this joke, yeah, it costs $19 a year. I'm pretty sure you can have on that plan up to two artist names. Um, it's how you get money and you get paid from your streaming. You get paid from people buying your stuff. Um, <clears throat> and if you use the code in our show notes or the link in our video description, uh, you save 7% on your first year and you support the podcast slash gear demo channel. So uh, thank you so much for everyone who does that. And thank you to DistroKid for um, sponsoring this podcast. It means a lot to us. Uh, I personally use DistroKid for both my music and for the Sunday Crush music. Uh, and the Sunday Crush record comes out on Black Friday. It's called A Real Sensation. And if you pre-order it now on iTunes, you get an immediate download of our uh, first single, Good Boy. And um, and that's a, just another feature that the show kit allows is that uh, they will help you set up the instant gratification if you want people to be able to pre-order your record and get an immediate download of one or any of the songs. It's really cool. Um, Andrew, you know, these video files save locally, right? 
I do. <clears throat> also, um, my internet speed is like 40 up right now. Yep. No, I, I, I know. Okay. I'm I mean, not I did, concerned. I didn't know that. I'm not concerned either. I was just more pointing that out. I'm assuming you've already talked about it. Uh, just more pointing that out because. I can see you, you crystal clear for the record. It's just when you're trying to show things on the screen earlier, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I could sort of make out what it was. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Let well. me turn so, that off. <clears throat> I did the um, I did the sponsorship spot. Sponsors. Cool. Sponsor. If you'd like to sponsor the Get Offset Podcast, you can reach us on our website, getoffsetpodcast.com. That is true. That is very true, and I, I highly recommend it. We have affordable packages. I just updated the um, the uh, demo and um, other price list two-pager thing mm-hmm. because I realized that I hadn't updated it in like a year. Mm. And someone said, reach out to me, said, so if I send you a pedal, you'll demo it for free? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I saw that email, <laughs> and I was really confused. I figured you would uh, respond to that, and you did. So, yeah, no, they're not free. Sorry, it's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. All right, now it's your turn because I gotta close my door for a second. Okay. Cool. Now is the part where I get to wonder aloud, uh, ever so nervously, like, "What was Emily saying about me while I was gone?" I sat down for two minutes. I made the classic mistake of starting to drink coffee. Right as I sat down for an important conversation uh, and then realized about 20 minutes in that conversation, the coffee was doing more than just caffeinate me. Emily has no idea what I just said. She's going to have to listen back to that in post and we'll see if she cuts that out. So (laughs) you're muted. You're going to make me watch this whole episode before I edit it. I didn't say the whole episode. I'm just – I, I took some liberties while you were away to I uh, footnote. What the F did Andrew just say? I uh, explained my, my brief absence from the microphone while you're running the, the sponsor ad roll. And I uh, did it have to do have with to... small humans or bathroom breaks. Uh, you will have to find out. I explained candidly and in detail. Oh man. That was great. Why do you make more work for me? Because uh, I'm a terrible friend. That's why. Don't you think I work enough? No, actually. I think you've been really slacking lately. Like, come on. I will fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in my most sarcastic tone possible. Dude, I work like 12 hours a day. I know. It's ridiculous. You got to take a break sometimes. Uh, no. What? What is break? What's a break? You tell me that on a break. How do I, how do I pull myself up by the bootstraps if I take breaks? Um, I'm going to do my best not to answer that sarcastically, given that it's election day. But there's so many things I could do to ironically point out the overt racism of certain politicians mm-hmm. right now with that comment. But anyways, you can go anywhere you want in South Carolina. <laughs> As long as you're a Republican. On a on a positive note, speaking of bootstraps, uh, I do want to take a ever so briefly want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everyone who's 
who has shared a post by Fox Cairo, who shared pictures featuring Fox Cairo products, who has purchased something, who has recommended it to a friend because it's working <laughs> and you guys are doing, I, uh, I, I gotta say like, you can kind of see behind me, there's just like stacks of envelopes that are on, on their way out the door. Um, it's been, uh, a, a phenomenal, phenomenal month for me. Um, at Fox Cairo and we'll, I guess a phenomenal week for or month for us because Melissa has been helping me out quite a bit. Yeah, and, I might uh, try to find that post in Pedal Boards of Doom. Oh yeah, it was like approaching a thousand likes on a just a post of a photo captioned '90s vibes. And um, big thanks yeah. to Joe Braga. Please contact her for your design. Yeah, Joe Braga is the, the designer for uh, who put together the artwork for that and made it professional, and easy to work with for me to be able to turn into these gorgeous toppers and. No, this whole thing has been, it's been a, it's been a wild month and I just want to take a quick moment to say thank you. Uh, it really does mean a lot. And, uh, I've been grateful for the, uh, reasons to not take a break the last couple of weeks. Um, I so I can work on that too. And they got share- shares. Yeah. Six shares. That's and then crazy. those shares are getting shared. Like I'm <laughs> like, I was trying to follow the chain of some of the shares and like three, three levels in had been sh- like that, that had been shared like 18 times. I'm like, I, I don't even know what corners of Facebook that, that photo just ended up in, but it kind of just. <sighs> I don't know why this is funny. I think mm-hmm. that most people would be surprised that I thought I sincerely think this is funny and I'm going to go ahead and time stamp it. Um, since Steve Dunch says say some, <laughs> the rest of us. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because it's not yeah. like that's funny. <laughs> I saw that and I was just that was a couple. I saw that comment like yesterday or the day before. I was just rolling. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yep. <clears throat> so um, no, seriously though, like the the positive response to everything has been t- positive. Is not even a great word in 2020, and I've been loving all the positive responses from this. And that's a positive. Uh, stay positive, test negative. Um, so you guys are the real ones and mm-hmm. I can't say it enough. I, I really, really, really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. Well, I guess it's probably a good time to remind people that it's time to get to our topic. Sorry. I, yes. I, I wanted to act like I was going to go on another tangent before we actually talk about our topic. <clears throat> so this is kind of an idea I had because today's on election day and I like to keep it light. Um, I was just thinking about like, how can I tie election day back into this podcast? And this might be a bit of a stretch, but I was also thinking about ranked lists, like lists of the best guitarists, or I know Rolling Stone mm. recently revamped their 500 best albums of all time list. And I would like to talk about the, the weird propensity we have for um ranking musicians and musical projects. Like, why do we do this? <laughs> How do you feel about like those I'm kinds gonna... of like best albums or best guitarist lists? How do you feel about them? Well, so here's the thing is I'm a millennial and the idea of like a first, second and third place is nonsense because everyone should just get a participation trophy. I, why is that not good enough for these people? Um, yeah. I don't no, think it's the musicians who are asking for ranked be ranked i don't think it's musicians that are right it's like guys it's art like knock it off (laughs) 
It's art, um, not sports. But I mean, I guess we as musicians have the Grammy organization, which used to be called Naris. Um, am I Nair? Isn't that the stuff that like burns hair off your legs? N a r a s. Mm, I heard Nair. We had Naris. Yeah. Uh, um, only my only encounter with Nair mm-hmm. is uh, freshman year of college. A guy in my all male dorm the, hall it's called the Academy. Recording. I'm not going to finish oh. that story. But no, anyways, <laughs> no. Naris uh, stood for the National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, and now she's called the Recording Academy. Well, that's I, I give that name a third place because the first name sounded much more professional. Well, yeah, uh, so, yeah, but it was long. And yeah, that's what acronyms are for. Anyway, so ranked list, I think, uh, honestly they kind of just come off as just clickbait. It's, this is a way to drive web traffic. This is a, or sell hey, magazines. Sure. It's, it's a, it just seems, I don't know. It, like, I'm not against like saying, Hey, this is a really great album. This should be considered one of the best albums of all time. Like that's fine. But saying like, Hey guys, like uh, you, that you should only list. It's kind of like this implication. Like this is what good music is. And if you don't like what's on this list, then you have bad taste. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's there's there's a lot interesting about them. I think that you know it is definitely clickbait. I think it's there are some purposes it can serve. Um, I don't like the ranked aspect of it as much. Um, I don't like the idea of 500 greatest, but I think that if you positioned it as we polled musicians from across the world and asked them what their ten favorite albums are, and these are the ones that got picked the 500 most times. Like, I think that that's a cool music discovery tool. Sure. I mean, getting metrics on what people are into, I think is really useful. I mean, I'm always fascinated by polling and data and kind of bringing that all together to get a feel for things. Even then, like, I don't know if that's intrinsically valuable because just because 90% of people like it doesn't mean that it's good. Honestly. Well, if you're asking other musicians what they like, I think they're probably going to pick things. Oh, so only that musicians are... are the ones who are arbiters of what's nice and what's well, bad. I think it's probably more helpful. So uh, they r- received and tabulated top 50 album for the Rolling Stone 500 Greatest. Top 50 album list for more than 300 artists, producers, critics, and music industry uh, figures like radio programmers or labeled execs. So. Yes. Those are the people that we should be trusting with our sense of taste. Well, they're not, they're just picking what they personally like. Like it's not like they're trying to sell stuff. I don't know why you care. You should ask yourself that in the mirror. I'm honestly like, I'm like the opposite of caring. I'm like, I'm offended by the existence, the audacity, the, the, I know I'm being a little extra dramatic, but the, the very sincere, <laughs> the very sincere part of me is like, this is kind of just shamelessly not great. And it just feels like a really, oh, like a, an organized gatekeeping phenomenon yeah. that I'm not really psyched on the implications of. That doesn't, mm-hmm. that doesn't bring me joy. That it just makes me like, I, I think the world would probably be a better place if these just didn't exist. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, is that, I don't... Is that, am I coming off strong enough? 
I think that there are some lists that are less helpful and maybe more damaging than others. I think that in terms of like benign ranking lists, I think the 500 greatest albums is more benign than like the 10 greatest women in rock because that's, that's stupid and ridiculous. And like, it's pitting it's that's actually pitting people against each other. When you have 500 records, it's like, well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of things. It's nice to be included, but when it's like 10, it's like how people who get third place are happier than people who get second place because if you get third place and at least you place, if you get second place, you almost won. But, um, Sure. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't like, that. I don't like risks. Uh, I don't like lists that like rank a specific gender at all. <laughs> I don't like, because the existence of like well, sure. women only ranking lists is like, it's like we talked about asterisks last week. It's like adding an asterisk to it. Yep. And that's, that's not right. Cool. It's... Right. And again, this isn't sports. It's not like this is the, the Olympics where you got the men's team and the women's, it's not like that. Um, and, and gender you know, and uh, the th- Grammys don't even have gendered categories anymore. So I think the thing that really strikes me as a, a question of like, what's the rubric? Because it's just so entirely arbitrary. It'd be one thing if there was a way where you could make a rubric and like, like w- w- what on this list and yada, 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 try to quantify some of that. But not only is there not a rubric, I don't think there's a way to make a rubric for that. So it's just like, a ranked vote. It's just ranked voting. Like, like the, the 500 greatest albums is just a ranked voting, but I don't know how you do like the list of people or the list of women. Sure. Like I've read through like Rolling Stones, like top 100, like the top 100 greatest drummers of all time. And I'm like reading the list and I'm going like, okay. Like, so I uh, like you, on one hand, you've got someone like Neil Pert, who's, uh, just technically really brilliant. And then the, on the same list, you've got Dave Grohl, who's not necessarily the, or at least it, the point in time that they're referencing for being like his heyday of being the drummer for Nirvana is, um, being like the most technically proficient, uh, especially by comparison. Like they're both kind of like around the same part of the list. Like I don't remember exactly where those two fell on the list, but for example, I'm reading through, I'm just finding myself struck by like, okay, well, you've got, such a wide range of actual like talent and it's just like a mix of talent and cultural impact. And those are all very important things, but it just seems so entirely arbitrary. Um, yeah. I mean, how do you rank that? And like, I don't, I, I don't know how you rank people when there aren't like sports, you can have stats. You can be, you can say the, the, the hit King is Pete Rose. He statistically has more hits than anybody else. Like you can say that Um, you can, you can look at baseball and you can look at stats like win over replacements, win above replacements and say, this person is better because we're more likely to win when this statistically, when this person plays, but how do you do that with, with musicians or with art? I don't, I don't think you can. And that's, that, that makes it hard. I mean, you look at, and then you see like lists that are just like, feel like jokes. There was some list of the best guitarists that had little Wayne on it. And Prince was like way low on that list. And you look at it and, and they're like, really you put little Wayne on there, but you can't find more than like two women kind of things. And it just, it gets, it gets yeah, really frustrating uh... really quickly. 
you know. Well, I mean, I think that's an ex- that's a perfect example of like these lists are trash. There, there's no there's no value to them. So I don't know. Oh. That's I, that kind of seems like that once it's inspected a little bit past the oh I'm just like taking a dump on the toilet at work and I don't want to go back to my desk. Oh look, here's a list I can scroll through. Yeah, that's about it. I I, I think if you treat these lists as like discovery, it's a little bit better, but. Yeah, but it's not framed as a discovery. And it's often, it's like, the lists are very often like, this is like the classics and they're not going to, they're not going to consider any, anything contemporary. Um, which is, I don't know, that's something I've noticed with these lists. I don't know. I, I think there's, if you want to create like a clickbait list of like top 10 bands, up and coming bands, you should check out like that. That seems like that's cool. That's not a, that doesn't seem like gatekeeping. It's want it's wanting to be inclusive and bring people it's still in. Still clickbait. It's oh, absolutely. I'm not. So <laughs> I don't want to be misunderstood as saying that all clickbait is bad. I think it's it is what it is. <laughs> uh, and I'm pretty okay with clickbait to a certain degree. Um, there, I don't know. There's not like there's ethics to clickbait, but I feel like there's rules for engagement that like the do's and don'ts that are kind of like implicitly go and spoken. So, but I, I feel like a clickbait title like that, that seems much more beneficial, productive, uh, furthering the scene. And, um, and especially if it's not like in a rank of like, here's like your list of the, t- the top 10 bands in order with which you should check them out. Uh, that that's different. That feels, I don't know. Not yeah, quite the feel- same. It feels less it it feels less competitive. And I think that the competition thing is weird because I mean, yeah, there there are charts and only one person can be number one on the billboard charts at a time, but I mean when it comes to art, like more for somebody else doesn't need to mean less for you. It's not cake. Like Sure. It, it, well in Billboard if Billboard was based on talent, we would have a very different billboard list. Let's be honest. But how do you rank talent? Exactly. And right. So I don't know, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse already. That seems maybe. Maybe. I maybe. feel like but that just I thought we might have more to say about this topic. <laughs> Rolling but Stone, I, yeah. you suck. Um no. please feature me, please. <laughs> um I would love to get a Rolling Stone feature. Good God, that would be like the best thing that would ever happen to me. Well, sure. I mean, it's not to say that I'm not actually saying Rolling Stone sucks. And there's definitely other things to that, uh, to that platform, what they do. I just, I would love to see more focus on the rest of what they do and less on the let's, Hey, hey, here's the updated list that we did five years ago and we don't have anything else for content. So we're just going to publish this. They actually completely revamped the list and it's kind of amazing. Um, okay. Really? It's a completely revamped list. Um, it's not just music critics and they apparently looked to get a more diverse, like, group of people. And it really shows because it's like the first time that there weren't like five Beatles albums in the top 10. Like it used to be like Sgt. Pepper, Sgt. Pepper, Sgt. Pepper, which you know what? That album sucks. That's not, it's not good. It's not as good as people make it out to be. Was it? Mind bending at the time, probably. Is Pet Sounds a better album? Yes. <laughs> like, it just it it kind of it, it. But but it's interesting that 
when you pick more diverse people, the, the list changes that much because it's obvious that, and just based on statistics of who wrote this magazine, who um, has read Rolling Stone, who they were talking to, like these are all people who came up with the Beatles. So of course they think the Beatles are the best thing ever. But then you you pull some millennials and Gen Xers in, and you get Radiohead Kid A at number 20. You get Kendrick Lamar to have a butterfly at 19. You still get your Bob Dylan. Uh, you still get your Clash. But you also get your Public Enemy. You still have Rolling Stones. still have Aretha. still have Michael Jackson Thriller. You still have Beatles. Revolver's at 11. Um, but a lot of Dylan... Prince Purple Rain at number eight, <clears throat> Fleetwood Mac at seven, Nirvana Nevermind. See, that's six. why you think the list is good. <laughs> no, listen, Purple Rain should be higher. <laughs> These lists are trash. Where is Prince? If Prince Abby Rose is on this at list, five, it's trash. If you have an, if you have a list of the five hundred greatest albums of all time, and there's not one Prince record on there, that is like sus. It's pretty suspect. You have Abbey Road at five, Stevie Wonder Songs in the Key of Life at four, uh, Joni Mitchell Blue at three, and uh, Beach Boys Pet Sounds at two. Told you it was a better record. And uh, number one is What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, an album his label did not want him to release. <clears throat> so it's... um. I, uh... That I admittedly, I feel a little bit more okay if that's more of who's deciding. I still don't feel great about it. No, I'm more no. okay with it. It's just it's 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 a little bit less like this is the best, and a little bit more like this is what the people we polled said. But of course, the title is still clickbaity. Like, no. Clickbaity. Sure. But you look at it and you're like, "What are you trying to say about Blake, huh?" People in the music industry think that think that these are the most important albums to them personally. And I think that's really cool, you know, and I really prefer that kind of um, take on it. You're still getting a lot of the same kind of stuff, but you're getting a lot more modern things in there, like Beyonce's Lemonade, which is a very good record. I don't know. And I look at some of these and I'm like, I don't think, I don't know if that album is going to be on there if they do. Yeah, it's a great record. But at the same time, like some of these I'm not sure would be on if we looked at them again in 10 years. I mean, Beyonce could put out an album that would crush sure. Lemonade. <laughs> is like I think that she is only getting better as a recording artist. But most of these I look and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't like Radiohead, but is Kid A maybe the 20th most important album for people who are alive right now? Yeah, probably. Taylor Swift's Red's on there. Ooh, yeah. Car Wheels on a Gravel Road by Lucinda Williams. But, like, yeah, you can look through this as somebody who, you know, is a music fan and, and you can see blanks in your knowledge base potentially and then go and check out that those records because, you know, if it, if it's right by if, – if I haven't listened to Master of Puppets by Metallica, but I've listened to Automatic for the People by R.E.M., maybe I'm like – I like that record, and this record seems to be almost equally good according to people who like music. Maybe, sure, maybe, it's, yeah. maybe, maybe it's worth it's funny, it. Uh, sorry, you, you said lemonade. It reminded me of um, one of my uh, really bad sales pitches for trying to sell pro coverage when I worked at Guitar Center because 
I had no choice. If I wanted to keep my job there, I had to maintain a certain percentage of pro coverage sales. And right. um, I think it was, I phrased it something along the lines of like, I just kind of casually slipped this in the conversation. It was like, look, like you've got something like a really great setup and you think it's going to like, nothing's ever bad's going to happen to it. And then Becky, the good hair comes over and spills some lemonade on it and it's fried. And what do you do? If you don't have pro coverage, you're kind of screwed. And that was kind of, how I ran that pitch and it worked surprisingly well because <laughs> I was working there right when lemonade came out and, and I actually sold a lot of pro coverage that way. Damn. I feel really bad about this. Okay. Low key. I, I genuinely feel bad about like every time I sold pro coverage, I feel like I'm going to have to answer for that. It's like to God someday. Cause <laughs> yeah, not, you went, don't buy but- it. <laughs> When I was upselling, all I was doing was getting people to get like a second color on their airbrush tattoo. Like, yep. I wasn't doing anything that bad. <laughs> I was like, hey, you want to spend another $50 in the doesn't, off chance doesn't that, that. Doesn't that not even work in like Puerto Rico? I have no idea about Puerto Rico. Uh, I think because I, I remember reading that they would sell it to people who lived in regions where it wasn't covered. It's entirely possible. I can't confirm. I really don't know. What I can tell you is that I spent too much time with too many customers who would come back and say, Hey, I tried to cash in on my pro coverage because my, my kid broke it or whatever. And uh, they're not giving, they're not like refunding or it's taking forever. And I, I would literally in guitar center, get on the phone with the pro coverage people and like, Hey, I'm, this is it. This is Andrew zero nine nine zero six or whatever my employee ID was. Okay. That's what it was. Um, and um, uh, I got this customer here. They got a broken item. I'm staring right now. Yes, it's broken. Please give them their money back. Please replace it for them so we can get them back to playing. And you just it'd it, it take like an hour on the phone of like as an employee trying to get through to them. Ah, uh, like why? Because you, they because it, they they knew people would give up. Yeah, I think that's yeah. part of it. The only thing, the only item, literally the only item that I saw pro coverage, like actually like people get their return on investment back on was symbols. Really? Because, well, I mean, people crack their symbols. Right. Uh, so, well, they're breakables. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of the metal drummers that would come through the shop would specifically buy Zildjian's. They would buy Zildjian's. Zildjian has a, a replace warranty. And so when they would inevitably crack it at a gig because bad tech, it's bad, it's bad technique. I, I'm just going to say it, it's bad technique. As a drummer, I have never cracked a cymbal. I play really hard. I've never cracked a cymbal. And how I played, do you, how does bad technique, like specifically, how does that happen? Like with, so if you got your cymbals level and you're not hitting it at an angle, if you're just hitting it on the side like that really hard, why uh, would your cymbals be level? Cause a lot of like that. Uh, a lot of pop punk and metal drummers like that because it looks cool. Does it though? I think it looks nice. It's just, it's still, anyways, bad, bad technique. This is, well, always, unless you've got a super, super thin symbol um, that's inevitably going to crack, it's going to be bad technique. I'm just, like, dude, how did you crack a set of B8s? It's like quarter inch thick. Anyways, so they would, they would crack it 
they would call Zildjian and say, hey, I cracked your symbol. What the heck, man? Like, I want a new one. Zildjian would send it to him. Now, that happened without Guitar Center's visibility. So now they've got two symbols. When they inevitably crack the next one, since they're not serialized, they bring it back to Guitar Center with their receipt and say, hey, pro coverage, replace my symbol. And to wow. which at the time the deal was like, well, we don't work. We can't do anything with your crack symbol. I guess we could throw it away for you, but I don't really want to, I don't care enough to walk this back into the, and toss it into the dumpster so you can keep it. Now they've got three symbols. And the best part about it is a lot of metal, uh, punk, et cetera, drummers, they'll just take broken symbols and they'll stack them to make cool effects and stuff. Okay. And honestly, crack symbols, you can have, you can get them fixed. You just kind of cut them out with a, with a Dremel. Uh, key them out and they will still sound fine for a while. They won't you could sound feel exact- like a really weird plate reverb, send the audio through one side and out the other. <laughs> but the point, it's not like they've got completely broken unusable gear. Now they've just got like various levels of usable gear for like three different symbols that are like, it's a $400 symbol. They just got mm-hmm. three of, mm-hmm. uh, in various states. And so it's a $133 symbol. Exactly. Um, which will, and you can go out and you can, if they don't care about the, having it keyed out, they'll just take the brand new one and go sell on Craigslist for 200 bucks. Damn. Uh, and so it just, it was, there's a few guys that like, they come in they buy a symbol and they're like, you know, I want that pro coverage. And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> Great for my sales numbers, but mm-hmm. they were just totally hustling it. More power. To yeah. Them. Yeah. Honestly, uh, but that's literally outside of that. I, uh, yeah, that was Pretty amazing. <clears throat> I just, I don't do it. It made me so sad. Like, too many teenagers came through and I gave them my pitch of like, you should buy pro coverage. And like, so what does Guitar it. Center say? I feel like this topic is starting. What does Guitar Center say that pro coverage is? Like, what do they say it covers? Cause I just am, I'm always like, no warranty, no warranty, no warranty, except for like computers. And I'm like, extended, yeah, yeah, yeah. extended, extended. <laughs> One bad experience. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I know. Like, is it anything that like having real gear or musician insurance? Is it, is there anything better about like that insurance than like adding my gear to my personal artifacts policy that I have? I don't know how the numbers would stack up on that per item. Mm -hmm. I do know. That for the most part, everything was covered if you could get through to them when the stuff broke. I, it wasn't very often that I got like had a customer come in frustrated and said, help me out with this. And I would get through the other line and they would say, sorry, that's not covered. Um, oh, it's just a the, pain in the butt. It was just a pain in the butt. Uh, I know because I would pitch like, hey, like if you're going to be gigging with this amp, like I'm going to sell you this hot rod deluxe. But look at the top of it. All of your knobs are facing upwards. Someone spills a beer that's going straight into the chassis. That would like, please don't, don't walk out of here without pro coverage. And that was kind of like the general plea. Like if you're going to actually gig this and it did happen a couple of times, someone bring back an amp that was fried by beer. It just, it's not that often. And I, I really, I'd be willing to bet that the person, if you had it, your own insurance policy, the cost to add a personal artifact, something is going to be a lot less and it's going to last for longer. Cause when you're buying pro coverage, it's like, you want to buy it for 12 months, 24 months, 48 months, like the different tiers of how long you want it to cover for. I think it's like five bucks a month and it covered like it's up to like $10,000 worth of stuff. Like that, that's what I have. Pretty uh, never had and, to use it. Hope I never do. But exactly. you also just for the record, if you are a gigging musician ever, your gear is not covered on your homeowner's insurance yeah. policy. Um, 
It is not, they do not cover. Common misconception. Yeah, they don't do it. And uh, so don't ever say, yeah, you know, I was just playing out and uh, it's what my okay, strap Okay, well, I'm not going to suggest that people commit insurance fraud. But like, if you do that, then they're going to be like, no. And you know what? All they have to do is find proof that you played a gig with it. It's not, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like if my computer broke and I know that opening it up to kind of dig around in it would void my insurance. I would call and say, maybe, or my warranty, I'd call and maybe say, no, I did not open up the computer. <laughs> Especially if that's not what broke it. Hey, I'm just Man, this honest. episode took a turn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's okay. We didn't have that much to say uh, about ranked lists because I guess we, I don't know. I thought there was more to say about equally that. Equally hate them. I don't hate them as much as you do, um, apparently. I just, like, I will scroll through them, but at the same time, I'm like, this is stupid. This is not sports. Like, I, I like just things like things in life that are I, worthwhile. I'd like to is see that a lists crime? of, th- yeah, I, well, I like to see lists of things that maybe I should consider listening to, but yes, it is a crime. It's a horrible, I would like to see more crime. of those. I've, yeah. But that's like I've a I've discovered bands that I have. Sure. Yeah. But. Anyways, uh, uh, forgive. I'm asking forgiveness to for for everyone that I sold pro coverage to. <sighs> Sorry about that. That's sad. Oh, also, don't don't get the credit card. Don't get the credit card. <laughs> I feel like that shouldn't have to be said, but I also saddled a lot of people with a lot of debt that way. I still feel I've bad only, about that one too. I've had two store credit cards. I've had the um the Express credit card. Because I need to, used to need to buy suits for work and good God, like they basically give you suits if you get the credit card. And, uh, I had a Target credit card because I, I would used to shop at Target a lot and you get 5% cash back on everything you get at Target. I'm like, and it doesn't have a fee. I'm like, yeah, sure. But I have thought about it's automatic pay it off every month. No, so Guitar Center, the, at that point was mm-hmm. running through a firm and it was like 0% interest, but as soon as it, as soon as it hit like your 48 months or whatever it was, it wasn't very often it hit 48, but like your 12 months, no insurance. If you hadn't paid off the entire thing, interest. the 29.99% interest would kick in. Not for just the entire for the, amount. For the entire amount, not the remaining balance, the entire amount. So if you bought a $1,000 guitar, you just lost $300. That is every single policy like that. Just so everybody understands. If it says – no interest for 12 months. That means there's only no interest if you pay it off in full in that time period. Because if they are like, oh yeah, 12 months, no interest, but then they put you on an 18 month payment plan. Guess what? You're still paying all of that interest. Don't do it. Don't, don't buy stuff you can't pay off before that. Yep. If you, if, cause it gets an insane amount of interest. It's, it's truly, um, bad. Right. And if, uh, so it's like, if you bought like an $800 guitar and you like, you, and then you buy another, like bought an amp for $400, um, like five months into your six months, then if your balance isn't zero, they're going to say, well, you were paying off the guitar and the amp. And you're like, but I've paid $900. The guitar should be off. And they're like, no, it's, we're going to charge you interest. Yeah. And so stuff like that, it just gets looped in. I remember my last shift at Guitar Center, like this kid came in who was like 18 and he's like, I want a credit card. I'm like, 
No, don't you? Maybe you do, but like, like not like I'm this. like, are you sure? And I'm just staring at him. I'm like, it's my last day. I don't. There's no incentive for me to like try and sell him on this. I, I I did not care. I wanted him to say no, and he's like, yeah. I like I've really been thinking about it, and I want to apply. I really want to do it, and I'm just sitting here like, can someone else do this? This is sucking the soul out of me. Yeah. Um, I will yeah. say, I think 18 year olds should have credit cards, but I think they should only use it to pay for gas and groceries. That's yeah. what I did. I had a credit card uh, when I was in high school and it had, all I had was this little wand with an RFID chip. I would just wave it over the convenience store. Like I could only use it in one place, but I was building credit and I wasn't going into debt. It was a good, good, good times. Good times. I do recommend, uh, yeah, it's a credit building tool. It is not a debt building tool. No, should, well, I mean, don't, I mean, don't it is. It, you don't don't treat it like that, please, dear God. So some debt anyways. is good, but that credit card debt is not one of those good types of debt. Man. On that note, yeah, I thought um, this is supposed to be a lighthearted episode. Now I'm mm-hmm. feeling like deep seated regret for all the things that I did to people. Well, think about it this way: you've 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 told a lot of people the truth now. And maybe you have saved some people from buying that Guitar Center plan. And maybe we have saved some people from having their gear not covered by their insurance. And maybe we have saved some people from uh, going into credit card debt. I'll take that. I hope nobody listens to us that much that they take financial advice from us. But we are not lawyers and we are not accountants and we are not financial experts. However, I can say... I don't have any credit card debt. That's a good thing to be able to say. It's a good thing to be able to say. Not everyone can say it. It sucks. But uh, I can yeah, say the uh, same thing. But. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of other debt. Most I have a home. Uh, I have student loans, but which we can talk about how absurd it is that you can convince 17 year olds to settle themselves up for $200,000 of money that they owe between loans and grants and scholarships and expect them to be able to sort out how to figure it. Like that's a huge budgetary amount to. Why would you owe money for, owe money for grants and scholarships? Is there- I'm not saying, Oh, but you like, if you're signing up for a four year plan, that's going to cost 200 grand. You are now in, you are now responsible for coming up with all of that money, whether it be through any of those means. Right. I had scholarships. I had a free year. Basically. I, I got a lot of scholarships yeah. and I graduated a semester early and I worked my way through school and I still left with a, a considerable, like that, not, not nearly as much as a lot of my classmates did, but yeah. Bootstraps only go so far. Mm, Remember that's that. That's true. I mean, I said it before, you can't stack the deck against somebody and blame them when they lose. That's true. Anyways, this is going to get political really quick and I, I'm All just right. going to go prepare. I yeah, just assume that to... on Tuesday I'm preparing fireball right now. Hold on. Let me just show you something. Really oh. I'm going to make a promise to you, Andrew. I am going to finish filming the demos for this today. Okay. So does that mean I can swing by later this afternoon to, to snag it? I will let you know. I'm going to try to do it this morning, but um, is there I, any chance you might be able to do it like on a weekday? Chances are decent. I could do it. I know you want this, so I'm going to just try to... Uh, I'm only going to do delay, reverb, 
and the pitch. I don't think I'm going to, I might go, might go through some of the, like the presets that came on board, but, um, like they've been doing okay. They've been doing okay for, for views, but I don't want to exhaust people with like, there's just so much in this to cover. It really is a really cool piece of gear, to be honest. For those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, if you're not watching on YouTube, which you should be, you should be watching on YouTube because you can see uh, my beard progression every week. That's the reason to to watch on YouTube, by the way, Um, is Emily's holding a pod go from line six. And it's uh, a surprisingly kick butt piece of kit for uh, the price tag. It's really not expensive. No, it's so light and small. Here's what the back looks like. Fancy. It's like it it's looks. Got a, it has a handle, basically. Right. No, it looks super sli- I'm just very like well thought it. out. <laughs> don't drop it. I I actually don't think that dropping it would break it. <laughs> Fair. Cool. All right. Well, um, please like, comment, subscribe on uh YouTube. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please review on iTunes. Uh, check us out on patreon.com slash get offset right now for the next couple of days. We are running a promotion and any new members are going to above the $5 level are going to get this little push pin button. I will mail to them. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. I'm going to grab one of those when I come to pick up the pie go. And Melissa I'll also really wants one. I'll give you a couple. She, she, uh, she told me last night that she's like, I, look, I know I'm not a patron, uh, a patron, but I'm also like really supportive of the show. And, she should uh, get merch. Yeah. Well, she's a hat, but she should get the buttons too. She she really wants she really wants a pin. I'll give her a pin. I'll get. I don't care. She can have a couple. I told, I I told her I'd ask. She's like, can you ask Emily if I can have a ask? Pin? Just ask for a pin. <laughs> I'll give her a pin. I like Melissa. They were like, I have fifty of these. All right. I want to well, get rid of all of them. All right. Uh, yeah, Thanks for watching. Ahead. Thanks for understanding. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. <laughs> Until next time, I have been Emily. And I am Andrew. Right, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.